365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Riordan. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store. Hello and welcome to episode two of Purple Psychology. I'm Marie O'Riordan and I'm joined again by Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Nisha, you're welcome. Hello, thank you. This time we're talking about introverts and extroverts and the difference. So what is the difference? People have this idea that introverts are geeks who only like science. They don't have any friends. They don't make eye contact with you. It's almost like a bit of a disease. An introvert and an extrovert, um, I like to think about it as being a bit like a Duracell bunny where you have a battery pack on your back. And as you go through the day, various things wear down your battery, like you know, being in school, being around other people, maybe having to get up and do a presentation, the work if you're in an open plan office, meetings with your boss, that board meeting that was really challenging, you know, all the different things we go on through the end to the day. And when we get to the end of the day, to recharge your battery, some people love getting in their cars by themselves, turning up their music really loud and talking to themselves the whole way home. And by the time they get home, they can start round two of the day. Whereas other people, particularly in Ireland, on a Friday will head to the pub with as many people as they can gather together, be in a really loud environment around lots and lots of people, or they'll go to the sports club and play a team sport, again, be around a huge amount of people. And that's their way of recharging their battery. So being introvert and extrovert, it's how you recharge your battery. Do you need time on your own? Then you're introverted. If you need to recharge your battery around other people, you're extrovert. Okay, that's interesting. And I think it's universal. It's not just in Ireland on a Friday night. I think anywhere in the world that could be true. But there's another question I have for you. Are there nationalities that are more introverted than extroverted? Yes, statistically speaking, more people are single occupied homes in Scandinavia. And also, I think if you look at other cultures, particularly like Italy um, and Spain, they tend to talk a little bit louder. They tend to enjoy being in groups, family, the huge families, uh, lots of family gatherings with lots of people. So it tends to be more of an extrovert society. And I think in America in particular, I think when I when I meet um, school teenagers in America, they're they're naturally more confident and they seem more outgoing. And so I think it can be a harder environment to be introverted because it's sort of equated to being socially awkward rather than maybe just a little bit quieter. And also, I don't think that by, you know, if you take Scandinavian schools, what an introvert is, you know, nobody wants to stand up in the class and, and talk out. Whereas versus try to compare that to an introvert in America, they're, they're not they don't seem comparable. But it's, it's if you focus on the needs of the person more than their actual behaviour. Yeah, we hear shy a lot in our work with introverts, but they're not shy, are they? No, they're quiet. Um, they, they're very poised in their speech. An introvert will always think in their head about what they're going to say before they just say it. There's a lot going on in their head. All yes. the time. Yes, er everything's internalised. And that's the other important part, um, particularly as students. Introverts set their own internal benchmarks so they can be very hard on themselves. Even if they get a grade that everybody else in the class and maybe they're, you know, maybe not quite top or there's three other people that got that grade, they can sort of feel themselves that it wasn't their personal best and they weren't good enough. 
Whereas extrovert students tend to take their grade and compare it to everybody else in the room. When it comes to study time, they'll compare how many hours are you doing and what have you clocked up? Because their benchmark is entirely driven by everybody else and what everybody else is doing and saying and thinking. And they don't always work out that maybe people aren't actually telling the truth. <laughs> um, it's fascinating. So for the people listening, what's the impact in your life? when you're either introverted or extroverted? Well, one of the most interesting things, I think, is that with goals. Um, an introvert will very seldom talk out their plan and what they're going to want to achieve in life and what they want to do. They are slower to trust people, and when they build up friendships, they tend to be very, very close and very connected friendships, where I suppose extrovert people tend to have more acquaintances. Um, so introverts don't tell to tell people what they're going to do, whereas extroverts they tend to talk themselves up and talk out their ideas. And they almost talk as if they've already achieved all of these goals sometimes, which people can't understand. But that's their way of setting goals because they have to put it out into the world what they're going to do. So they talk up their ideas, whereas introverts will talk them down. Is there any ratio on introverts to extroverts on the planet? 7.3 billion people on the planet. Are there any stats like that? It's, it's roughly a third introverted, but that's, that's not really accurate. And, and there's, you know, it's the other components of your personality when you add them together. There's a big difference between being introverted and feeling and introverted and thinking and so on. And, and people see you very differently. And we'll, we'll talk about that as we go on through the series. It's interesting that there's a huge majority of extroverts in the planet. Is yes. that something that, that, you know, you come across in your, in your research all the time? Yes, I would meet far more extrovert students in some ways because of their difficulties but similarly an awful lot of introverted students are brought to me um, because they're having difficulties in other ways. I think I'm going to call this episode two introverts and extroverts sharing the same world. And if I was going to give, give one key, introverts do have a tendency to become trapped in their own head. And yes, it's hard for them to find people to trust to talk out their ideas. But actually, they do need to talk out their ideas and they do need to get feedback. And extrovert people obviously need to do the same as well because they need that constant feedback. I'm curious about communication with introverts and extroverts. What's the difference? With introverts, you need to give them time to think before they respond to you. So it, uh, that's why they really like email. They really like email, text message. Journaling is particularly good for introverts um, because it, it, gets them, it gets their ideas out of their head and stops them getting trapped inside themselves. But it's, it's really good to give them the distance and the space. And it's, or even if you are going to ask them a question, um, if they're being interviewed, they prefer to get the questions beforehand so they can think about the answers. Um, an extrovert person doesn't mind. They think on their feet and they talk on their feet. So, you know, you, you can, they'll be much happier to have a phone conversation with you. So here's one for you. Is the world going forward going to be more introverted or extroverted, do you think? No, I, th I think the status quo have always been there. I think if you, like, you can always go back in time and, like, look at Greek philosophers and say they were introverted and say, you know, that so-and-so who led all the invasions was probably extrovert. So I think there's probably just, there seems to be a constant amount of each. Um, I think that with the world of social media and the fact that everybody is putting everything out there, um, and even introverted people are able to pretend in that platform to be more extrovert and sometimes try to fit in. One of the ways, interestingly, that I gauge if um, my students are introverted or extrovert is I ask them how many Facebook followers they have. <laughs> and most introverted people will have about 100 and most extrovert people will have about 400. That's really interesting. 
So do you think social media has had a greater or lesser impact on the world, for good or for bad? I don't think it's had an impact in terms of people being introverted and extroverted. It's maybe made introverted people feel a bit left out, you know, particularly as teenagers. Um, you know, like, why why am I in this group and, and so on. But they still, at the end of the day, even when they choose to make their friend requests, they're still choosing to be introverted because they're still choosing to have less people on their social media than an extrovert who doesn't care how many people is on their social media. Are introverts or extroverts more likely to be bullied? A gut feeling would, would say introvert, but I think... I think bullying really is about anybody who's different and anybody that stands out. Like bullies always target what's what's different about you. And, you know, people who bully are quite often have their own issues um, and, and people don't really look at it that way. Mm-hmm. So even though they're extrovert and they're maybe doing the bullying, they might be being bullied in a different way themselves. So I, I always think it's a very, you can't really generalise. Because you don't know what's going on in the background for somebody. So to wrap up episode two on introverts and extroverts, very quickly to recap, what's the difference between them? One needs time on their own to charge their batteries and the other one doesn't. Okay, fantastic. I think it would be a good idea if people want to send us questions that they can email me. Is that okay? Sure. Theforevermethod.com is the website if you want to send us questions. Dr. Nisha O'Reilly can be reached through drnishaoreilly.org. That's D-R, Nisha, N-A-O-I-S-E, O'Reilly, O-R-E-I-L-L-Y, dot org, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, dot org. This is Purple Psychology. I'm Maria O'Reardon. My guest is Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. And I just want to say thank you very much for joining us. And also, Dr. Nisha, thank you for being here again. Thank you. 365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Reardon. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store.